glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The words that you're speaking is seeds that you're sowing. If you'll take God's promises, proclaim them, speak them, that's seeds you're sowing. Now you'll hear that and it'll go into your heart. And then you'll be governed. You see, James in the third chapter said the tongue governs the heart. What you speak out of your mouth, you see, he said put bits in a horse's mouth and you turn about the whole horse. And he said, so is the tongue. You see, it's like the rudder of a ship. It'll turn that ship whithersoever the governor listeth. The governor of the heart is the tongue. What you're speaking is feeding a seed into your heart, and it is going to come up, and it'll produce for you. Now, in the area of giving, in the area of finances, let's bring it over in this area. I call this miracle of like substance. Jesus always operated this way. When he wanted wine, he got liquid water. He didn't get a bucket of sand. He created a miracle of like substance. So if you need finances, then you don't go over here and do something else, but get finances or money and give it. And then begin to say what God said about your giving. Because I have given, it's given unto me. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, running over men given to my bosom. I have abundance and no lack. Now that's the way you activate the promise. Now, see, we're talking about the seed time and harvest, the seeds you plant. You've got to cultivate it. You've got to take care of it. So if you just give and say, you never know what God's going to do. You just give it and it's gone and you may never see it. But, oh, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have all of this money. What would you do with it then? <laughs> Gas won't be a dollar a gallon in heaven. <laughs> you won't have anything to put it in anyway. So it's not a matter of us storing our treasures or our money up there and get it when we get there. Listen, we got to deal with the here and now. We need to know how to get this principle of God's law of seed time and harvest to work in every area of our life here, now, on the earth, today. Now certainly we'll get rewards for our treasures that we store in heaven. Certainly I believe that. But you're not going to get your money back up there. Proverbs says, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth. If you're going to get recompensed, it's going to be in the earth. And I'll tell you, a lot of folks missing theirs because they're expecting to get it when they get to heaven. They're going to be disappointed. The only place they were going to get it was here. Now, they'll get reward for it up there, but they missed the return of the harvest down here. There's a lot of people plowing their crop under. There's people saying, oh, I just give, but I'm just so humble. I just don't expect any return. That's not humility. That's ignorance. Now, you know, I (laughs) haven't got time to be nice about it. I just got to be blunt about it. What if the farmers of this nation raised a beautiful crop of soybeans and rice and all that and said, oh, God's just been too good to us. We're just going to be humble this year. We're just going to plow it all under and not harvest any of it. Just about a year or two of that, and we'd all be starving because it's foolishness. Plant the seed of God's Word. You need to be obedient to God's principles. See, there's principles involved in this law of seed time and harvest. I remember several years ago, I got a hold of Oral Roberts' book on 
Seed Faith Giving. And I suppose that book probably done as much for me concerning finances as any book I've ever read. In fact, I still go back and read it. I read it not long ago. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> because it refreshes some things to your mind that you know, but you just kind of let drift away from you. And the importance of it. I remember where I, I was laying on the couch reading that book. There had been a certain minister that was involved in Teen Challenge there in Little Rock, Arkansas. And we were talking one day. In fact, I was on the board. And he said, he's having real financial problems. He said, I really got some bills I need to pay. They're really pushing me. And he said, I'd like to borrow, if you could, loan me $3,000. He said, I could get all these bills up current. And said, in about three months, I'll be able to pay you back. So I loaned him $3,000. Of course, I was farming at the time. And this money that I loaned him wasn't my money. It was crop loan money. I mean, I'd borrowed the money to make crop on. So I loaned him the money. In three months, he was going to pay me back. Well, I'm laying there on the couch reading Or Robert's book on seed faith. And I saw some things. Now, I knew that if you give, God will give to you and you'll be blessed and all that. But I had never looked at it as being a seed that I planted. And then expect to harvest down the road somewhere. And I'm reading this book and the Spirit of God spoke to me and I heard him very vividly. He said, now, he said, I want you to give that $3,000 to that minister. But he said, don't tell him about it until he makes arrangements to pay you back. Now, here's what the Spirit of God said. The Spirit of God told on him, see. He said, now, he's been worrying for weeks about this. It had already been the three months and I hadn't heard from him, see. He said, he's been worrying for weeks about this. He's been staying up at night and he's been bawling and squalling over it. But he said, don't dare tell him until he comes to you and tries to make arrangements to pay you back but I want you to give him the $3,000 as seed faith. I said, I'll do it. You know, I've just learned a new truth. That's the best time in the world to get involved in it. So I said, I'll do it. So about two weeks later, see, and it's been a month or two months, been nearly two months, I guess, five months. It's two months past the time he's supposed to pay it back. So he called me one day. He said, uh, uh, I'm sorry. He said, I've been so late about getting back to you. He said, we're way past due. And he said, I guess I'm going to have to go to the bank and see if we can make some kind of arrangements to pay you. He said, I'm so embarrassed over this deal. He said, I've been worrying about it for two months now. I said, I know it. The Lord told me you had. But I said, the Lord told me to give it to you. And he said, let that be a lesson to you. Quit worrying about things. <laughs> now, I did that because the Lord said to do it to meet a need in that individual's life. But yet, I did it as a seed to produce for me. Now, you've always got some people that say, oh yeah, I know why you're giving. You're just trying to get. That's like walking up to a farmer that's out there planting corn and saying, yeah, I know why you're planting that corn. You're just wanting more corn. Yeah, man, how else are you going to get more corn? There's only two ways to get it, either buy it or raise it. But now, see, there's people with that attitude. Oh, you ought not to expect any return. 
how many farmers do you think the bankers would finance that come to the banker and said, oh, I'm going to plant all this cotton and corn and I'm going to spend all this money you loan me, but I don't expect anything in return. <laughs> Brother, he's not going to get anything. I mean, a dummy like that, his elevator don't even go halfway to the top. No, he expects a return. Why? Because he has done what he knows to do. There are laws in motion and it will produce. But you've got to do it. It's not going to happen just because it's in the Bible. And you're not necessarily going to have a harvest just because you planted a seed. You're going to have to take care of that seed. You're going to have to water it, fertilize it. You're going to have to do what you know to do to it. And that's where a lot of people miss it. They give in the offering. They give their tithes. And they just go on off confessing nothing I ever do works out. Dear God, we're going to go bankrupt. You probably are. And God can't do a thing about it. Why? Because you're planting the wrong seed. You activate a promise, then turn around and cut it down. You've got to believe in what you do. You believe in the seed. Now, the Bible said the seed is in itself. What does that mean? That means the ability to reproduce itself is in the seed itself. It has the ability to do it. You don't have to know how to do it. The seed knows how to do it. Now, right after I gave that $3,000, not long after, I don't remember just exactly how long, but a month or so, then there was a financial blessing that came my way that was far beyond anything that I'd ever imagined. That was the most money I'd ever given into any ministry ever. You know, I, I was a giver, all right, but in one lump sum, that was the most money I'd ever given. And I found out in all of it, I could spend the rest of the night telling you how that when God spoke to me when I was obedient and applied the principles of the Bible and began to confess over that gift. Thank God now it's given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together. I'm watering it. I'm fertilizing it. I go and read what God said about it. And I say the same thing God said about it. You will never get anything from God saying what the devil said. You can't plant cuckaburs and Johnson grass and reap corn and wheat. But there's a lot of people wanting to do that. They're planting the wrong thing. Well, nothing I ever do works. If John ever gets a good job, he'll lose it. You watch and see, he'll be the first one laid off down to plant. Well, I'm just afraid. That means you believe. If you're afraid it's going to happen, you believe it's going to happen. And as you believe, you speak. And the more you speak it, the more you believe it, the more you believe it, the more you speak it, and you've got the snowball going, and it's downhill. If you don't like the harvest, check up on the seed. But I challenge you to begin to give as seed faith. Now, I mentioned this. Jesus always used miracle of like substance. Do something specific. I think this is where we miss it. We just kind of just scatter a little here and scatter a little there. And that's all right at times. But there's times God wants you to do something specific for a specific purpose. See, no farmer would go out and say, well, I went out and planted today. Somebody said, what did you plant? Oh, I don't know. I just had a bunch of seed. It's all mixed up. We just throwed a bunch of seed out there. He knows what he planted. And he planted it for a purpose. When you give, give for a purpose and believe God for that need to be met.
Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, remember, all of this week we have book and CD offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. This is a 32-page mini book. It'll give you insight into how to put the Word of God to work in your life. Here are some of the subtitles in the book. The seed is a necessity. Anyone knows that you've got to sow a seed if you're going to reap a harvest. We're talking about the seed of God's Word, the promises of God. You get them in your mouth. You speak them into your heart. And then one of the subtitles is act as God would act. In other words, what would God say if he had lack? He would say abundance. There is abundance and no lack because he calls things that are not as though they were. And the Bible teaches us that we can do the same thing. Sow it the way God said it. This is one of the subtitles. Sow it the way God said it. Don't say it the way the devil said it because what you say is what you sow. Checking the seed. In other words, make sure you have the right seed that you want to sow. You wouldn't just go and buy seed at a store and not even look to see what kind of seed they were. Say it the way God said it. The problems obey you. This is one of the subtitles in the book. What are you going to say about it? This problem will never hinder me again as long as I live. I'm saying it in the name of Jesus. Therefore, I'm planting the seed that this problem is plucked up and cast into the sea. Never hinder me again. Faith speaks, and when faith speaks, faith speaks faith. It doesn't speak doubt and unbelief. This book will help you get a handle on how to sow the right seed into your life. That's offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kepp reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.